This is Campus Voices, issues, news, and notes from the campus of the University of Nebraska-Lincoln, a public affairs presentation of 90.3 KRNU. Good morning and welcome to Campus Voices. I'm Rick Alloway, and I thank you for your time on this Sunday morning. We have two guests this morning on Campus Voices. Dr. Marco Barker, who is the Vice Chancellor for the Office of Diversity and Inclusion, and Herman Avila, who is also in the Office of Diversity and Inclusion. We're here to talk about Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Day, which is tomorrow, Monday, January 15th. There are, as always, a number of different events that are scheduled for not only the day, but the week and the entire month. And we wanted to make sure that you found out about all of those and uh, had an opportunity to partake as best we could. The motto for a long time at the University of Nebraska-Lincoln and perhaps elsewhere is that MLK Day should be a day on, not a day off. And so we want to make sure that we give everybody the opportunity to uh, learn about those different activities and how they can bridge in. So both of you, good morning. Thank you for being with us today. Good morning, Rick. Glad to be here. A chilly weekend for Dr. King, but uh, I somehow think that would not have stopped the man from doing whatever it was he had in mind for uh, for that particular day. And interestingly enough, as I understand it, the day that we celebrate it this year, which is the 15th of January, is in fact Dr. King's birthday. It doesn't always happen that way, but I think that was uh, some nice serendipity to that for this year. Absolutely. So let's talk about some of the events. First of all, I, and this is probably one you may not know, but has UNL been involved in MLK observations going back as far as, I think it was, what, 1983, if I remember correctly, that then President Reagan signed the bill into effect? Have we had events like this for quite a number of years? We have, um, actually, um, at the university. And so it's looked different, as you can imagine, um, over the years. But um, yes, absolutely, um, that UNL, um, from the very beginning, has been one of the institutions that have been commemorating um, the MLK um, holiday um, since that time. Well, let's work our way through the different events that are scheduled beginning uh, tomorrow, the 15th. And I'll let either one of you or both chime in on the various things we have scheduled and when they are and how folks can bridge in. Yeah. Um, what I would me do is just share with everyone that there's a community event that's right now scheduled for um, the the 15th. That is the MLK Youth Rally. And so this is put on primarily by um, students in the Lincoln Public School System. And so um, for individuals who are very interested in being engaged and being active, as you mentioned, Rick, a day on, not a day off um, in that program that takes place. I believe it begins at nine um, on Monday. They will be announcing later today, as I understand it, through social media and other outlets, um, if there if that will be in our um, alternative experience, um, just given the weather that we have. Um, and then I'll let Herman share a bit. So um, again, as you can imagine, um, our academic year doesn't always fall <laughs> on the week of MLK, and so this year is one of those instances that um, students return um, the following week, and so we have. Um, um, programmed and experience that actually begins when students return so that we really maximize um, the experience and certainly offer it for students. And so I'll let Herman share a bit about what people can expect um, when they return to campus and certainly for our community to expect um, the week beginning on January 22nd. Yeah, so this year we really wanted to focus on compassion actions. That is the theme for this year. So when we met as a committee at the beginning, we really wanted to think about what experiences we wanted for campus to have. Um, so 
as we had that in mind, we really thought about what, what were those events. Um, so we really wanted to focus the first week, um, January uh, 22nd to 26th, with um, those experiences that people can do within the community. So within January 22nd to 26th, we have um, volunteer opportunities across different organizations and nonprofits in the community. So those are things that uh, students, faculty, and staff are open to participate participate in. Um, and then all the other experiences are open to the community as well. So January 23rd, we have a late night dish it up um, that is focused on the Divine Nine edition. And Divine Nine is essentially our nine uh, fraternity and sorority organizations, historically black organizations. Um, and uh, Dr. King was affiliated with one of them. So I'm um, really deep, diving deep into that conversation and his affiliation with, with his fraternity. Um, January 24th, we have Intersections, um, Disability Access, and Artistry, um, and that's just going to be an organic conversation with campus leaders surrounded on uh, disabilities uh, uh, and, and just different identities, intersecting identities as well, with members of Kinetic Lights who will be on campus on January 27th. So that's another experience that's available to campus and, and the community. Um, and that'll be over at the LEAD Center for Performing Arts. Um, the next experience after that is going to be January 28th with the African People's Union Banquet. Um, and that is also open to everyone and and uh, culminating and just ending everything. We would um, conclude with um, our commemorative experience, and that'll be January 30th um, on campus. And that is um, an experience where people can come and essentially uh, experience the principles of MLK through uh, uh, presentations, uh, performances, uh, the awarding of the Fulfilling the Dream Awards that we have on campus. Um, and a keynote speaker who will be announced soon. I'm intrigued by the Fulfilling the Dream Award. I'm seeing that notation of that uh, show up on the webpage devoted to MLK events, which, by the way, if you're looking for that, are available on the web at mlkweek.unl.edu. If any of you want to go in there and dive a little deeper into those particular events, we'll give that website address again toward the end of the program. But uh, the Chancellor's Fulfilling the Dream Award established back in 1997. Uh, Marco, what kind of folks are we looking for when that kind of an award is given? And, and uh, again, where will those be presented this year? Yeah, absolutely. So we present, Mr. Broly, we start with the later question, the latter question is that we actually present the award during the um, MLK commemorative celebration, um, which will occur again on the on the 30th of this year. And so um, the award is really um, special to us. It is one that is designated and awarded by the chancellor. And so um, um, the, the prestigious nature of it um, also makes it important. And so we are or have been looking for people and, and actually we've we've identified who they will be this year, but um, looking for individuals um, essentially who are living the principles of King. And so these are individuals or organizations that uh, incorporate social justice into their practice. Um, it might be individuals who are those who um, find ways to uplift, find ways to promote equity, um, certainly individuals who are promoting inclusive excellence. And by that, we mean people that um, are ensuring that every single person has an opportunity to thrive and be successful. And so it's really meant to um, recognize um, these actions, right? So again, we talk about this year's theme being compassionate actions. And so 
um, what are actions that people that people have taken um, to really make a difference and certainly again promote social justice and inclusive excellence in their um, in their work in the in in the in the Lincoln community as well. I'm going to assume, and that's always dangerous, but anytime you have an annual sort of events like this, typically we hear that planning for this year started at the very end of last year's events. So you just get one year wrapped up and it's like, now we need to get going for next year. We're, we're really pumped up. We know what worked well this year. We know what we want to do even better next year. Am I right on that, that this has been kind of a year-long event getting all of this scheduled? That's definitely correct. We definitely... Um, once the 2023 experience wrapped up, we moved right into planning for the 2024. So, and how many, you mentioned like the, the, the divine nine and groups along like, like that, but how many different organizations overall have some sort of a stake? I know it's not just Marco, your office, but you've got cooperation and affiliation from lots of different campus entities. Yeah, we do. Um, so, and I'll let Herman um, share a bit about what that's looked like in practice. And so we um, absolutely, um, in the last, I would say, last five to six years, Rick, we've been a bit more um, intentional about getting more involvement and getting more representation in terms of the MLK planning experience. I think historically, um, it's, it's tend to be just a few, um, the the mighty few planning this event. And so um, we wanted to expand it. And so I'll let Herman share a, maybe a, a little bit about um, some of the representation that we have on the MLK planning community, committee and, and maybe how that's grown. Yeah, no, it certainly has grown over the years. Um, we, uh, like I mentioned, when we are planning, we definitely want to bring in uh, folks who are interested in participating. And just over the years, it has expanded. So some members that we do have are, are folks from the Sheldon Museum of Arts, <clears throat> from the Lee Center for of Performing Arts, um, University Communications is always involved, as well as University Program Council. Um, equity and compliance is also, we also have representation from athletics. So it's just kind of all um, throughout campus. We definitely want to have involvement from faculty, staff, <clears throat> excuse me, and students involved in the development of these experiences. So um, just bringing in as much representation from different areas across campus when it comes to colleges, administrative units, students, um, to really be integrated in these developments. Just really quickly, I would add that um, the MLK experience is also not limited to what this group plans. Um, and so if there are other entities who are honoring or commemorating um, the life of Martin Luther King Jr., um, we welcome them to be able to do that. And they can share those events with us and we place them on our calendar. And so, um, again, so while there is a committee that is really looking to create this cross-campus collaboration, um, there may also be entities who are hosting um, their own events, and we certainly want to be able to um, share those as well. And I will mention if anybody in the audience has any questions about the event and wants to check up on some of the activities going on, there certainly are ways to reach out to this group. There's an email that's also on that page that is mlkweek, all one word, mlkweek at unl.edu an opportunity for you to connect with the organizers and ask whatever questions or make whatever comments you have about that. Marco, I know this is whenever we have an event that is um, takes up so much time during one particular month, there is sometimes a tendency for folks to say, well, man, that's over. Now we've got to get on with the rest of things. And I know that's not what any of the organizers for this event want. You want this to be sort of the fire starter, but for the fire right. to continue throughout the year, right? That's right. Absolutely. Um, you know, I 
What I love about um, the MLK holiday is that it is at the beginning of the year. Um, and so it's such just a perfect time for people to reflect on um, um, last year, um, previous um, challenges or obstacles, and thinking about future opportunities. Um, but it's also a time to reset. It's a time to recommit um, for everyone. So you know, we're this is a sort of the season of resolutions, right? And so we hope that as people are thinking about what they want to be really resolute around, um, that part of that is inspired by um, uh, both the work of King, but also just other civil rights leaders. Um, um, and certainly to be inspired to get excited about what it means to really promote justice, but also carry that throughout um, people's lives and make it part of, part of your being, part of your work, uh, and what you do. So yeah, so we are hoping that um, people are are getting inspired through these acts, but that we hope that compassionate actions happen um, for the course of people's life um, and that people are um, always thinking about how they can deepen their understanding so that we can have greater compassion for each other and then actually take that um, um, and then put that into work. Um, and so there are a number of ways that we hope people get involved. Um, certainly not only our office, you know, we do, um, we do offer um, a program called Include. Um, this is our community learning community um, that we have. And these are small discussions and these happen over the course of the year. So we have a set of um, learning communities that take place during the spring as well as the fall. There are other sort of learning moments that people can participate. But also at UNL, there's just a range of opportunities to get engaged and learn more so that we can become, again, that, that, that you can become more compassionate and certainly um, find ways to act um, that promotes justice and promotes equity. And so, yes, we um, we would love to have you come out for MLK, but we, but we would even love even more for you um, to be inspired in a way that you are giving back to the community, whether that's the whether that it is through the university and different service engagements or broadly with across the city of Lincoln. We hope that um, we hope that people find ways that and wherever you are, right? So for those listening, wherever your community may be, that you find a way to have greater compassion and find a way to be able um, um, to serve. And so I would just say that, you know, compassion compassion um, is sort of in the root word, really sort of means um, suffering together is the sort of root word of compassion. And, um, and, it, and again, it calls for us um, to not only have empathy, I think empathy is important and, and and we should care about one another and be able to have an, have an emotional connection to what's happening. But compassion is the greater compelling us again to want to end people's suffering and be a part of that. So if that if, that, if I see someone um, that is having a tough time or a hard experience that my compassion should now compel me to be able to do something that helps to alleviate that. And so we do hope that people um, take that as a as a theme, as a message um, beyond the MLK holiday. I like your reference to this being the season of resolutions because that's very <laughs> uh, that's very appropriate. And unfortunately, the statistics show that a lot of folks forget those resolutions or try them on once and go uh, that this that's too much work. So <laughs> I, I think the nice thing about the compassionate actions is that's something that doesn't require a whole lot of heavy lifting. You know, I mean, we can we can look around ourselves every day and say. What what things can I do, small or large, that can make me a more compassionate person and can make a difference in my own community? So hopefully these are resolutions that will stick with us. Uh, 
I'm a gentleman of a particular age such that I can remember Dr. King. I was alive during his lifetime. I won't speak for Marco, uh, but uh, I know that from from your standpoint, Herman, this must be a little bit of a challenge for you looking back and and making a connection with someone who you never had a chance to hear in real time or see in real time. As a student, what is it like for you to try to connect with such a giant in history but make him someone who is also real, flesh and blood, and part of of the way you want to live your life. Yeah, no, I think just growing up, you you know, in education, you do learn about MLK. You have MLK Day, so that's kind of the the time where you kind of read up on um, his his values and 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 all that he has done. So really, just growing up. I've learned a lot about it from elementary to middle to high school to college and now post uh, post college. So um, just putting that all into practice and, and, and being able to put on these experiences just kind of it's just a good experience and just a good opportunity for me to really do what Dr. Barker said to reflect and really think about um, the direction we want to go into. Well, it is, uh, it, it's a great week and a great month and a great opportunity for lots of people to plug in to learn more about Dr. King. For those of us, again, of a particular age, uh, I was in fourth grade when Dr. King spoke here in Lincoln, and uh, I was probably at that point too young to have made uh, much of the connection of who he was or what he was about, but he did speak to an audience of around 5,000 people at the Methodist Student Movement Conference in Lincoln back in December of 1964 at Pershing Auditorium with a speech called Christian Responsibility in the Racial Revolution. And if you'd like to listen to the recording of that historical event in Lincoln, you will also find it at that same mlkweek.unl.edu website, which is sort of your one-stop shopping for all of the various activities going on during the course of the upcoming week here as we celebrate the life and more appropriately and more importantly, the accomplishments and the lasting legacy of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Our guest today to talk about all these events, Dr. Marco Barker, Vice Chancellor for the Office of Diversity and Inclusion, and one of the members of the Office of Diversity and Inclusion who worked, has worked very hard on this particular project, Hermona Vila. Thank you both for being with us today and I wish you all the best for this month and the months that follow and down the line. Thank you, Rick, for having Pleasure us. Pleasure to visit with you. We will close with some of the words of Dr. King himself this morning. There is something in this universe which justifies Carlisle in saying no lie can live forever. There is something in this universe which justifies William Cullen Bryant in saying truth crushed earth will rise again. There is something in the very structure of the cosmos which justifies James Russell Lowell in saying truth forever on the scaffold, wrong forever on the throne. Yet that scaffold sways the future, and behind the dim unknown standeth God within the shadow, keeping watch above his own. This is our faith, and this is what will carry us through. We have a little song that we sing in the movement. Many of you know it. It has become the theme song of our movement. And I still believe in it, and I can still sing it. We shall overcome. We shall overcome. Deep in my heart, I do believe we shall overcome. And that is another stanza the Lord will see us through. The Lord will see us through. Deep in my heart, I do believe. And with this faith, 
We will be able to hew out of the mountain of despair a stone of hope. With this faith, we will be able to somehow speed up the day. And every valley shall be exalted, and every mountain and hill will be made low. The rough places will be made plain, and the crooked places straight. And the glory of the Lord shall be revealed, and all flesh shall see it together. With this faith, we will be able to speed up the day when all of God's children, black men and white men, Jews and Gentiles, Protestants and Catholics, will be able to join hands and sing in the words of the old Negro spiritual, free at last, free at last. Thank God Almighty, we are free at last. Thank you. The words of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. as we are on the cusp of Martin Luther King Jr. week and the observations that go on throughout the coming month. This has been Campus Voices. I'm Rick Alloway, and as always, I thank you for your time this Sunday morning. This has been Campus Voices, issues, news, and notes from the campus of the University of Nebraska-Lincoln. To comment on this program, call 402-472-3054 or email to krnu at unl.edu. Campus Voices is a public affairs presentation of 90.3 KRNU, Lincoln.